0: Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. Science! Cataloguing the effects of global warming is a very important task for our planet. It's generally accepted that global warming really is happening. The polar ice caps are melting and that sea levels are rising. But how can we measure all these effects and how fast they are happening? Well, now there is a new satellite in orbit to record all these global changes. The Cryosat-2 satellite was launched a week ago and is designed to pinpoint the effects of global warming on the Arctic and Antarctic ice, which cover about 10% of the Earth's surface. and are crucial for our planet's climate. We know there have been significant changes in the polar regions over the last few years, but too little is known about how much the thickness of the ice has changed. So, from 700 kilometers above the Earth, this satellite will use radar technology to measure the thickness of both the land and floating ice, and be able to record changes to within one centimeter. After a few years of data, it should be easier to predict the degree of global warming and to what extent sea levels are rising. The demand for storing electric power has never been greater. There are more electric gizmos and appliances available each year, and with electric cars becoming more viable, they will also need more efficient ways to store electricity. At the moment, the most efficient, cost-effective battery is the lithium-ion, which you might have in your laptop or mobile phone, and it will be in more electric cars soon too. However, in a new breakthrough for electric storage, scientists have developed a type of battery that can provide up to 20 times as much current as the existing lithium-ion type. However, there is a problem. These batteries use molten metal and need to be kept at 700 degrees Celsius. They don't use expensive lithium, however, and so would be more cost-effective for power plants to store electricity for surges in consumer demand, which is maybe just as well. I certainly don't want a battery running at 700 degrees Celsius on my mobile phone. Although the human body does a remarkable job at regenerating itself after an injury, sometimes it needs a little help. American scientists in North Carolina are developing a new device that can spray on new skin cells over patches of old skin that might have been damaged by burns or other injury. The device looks something like a computer printer and consists of a tank holding a mixture of harvested skin cells, stem cells and nutrients which is then sprayed on the damaged skin, just like a spray-on tan. Currently, the process of using skin grafts from other parts of the body is complicated and very delicate, but this method would be much simpler and would allow the body to regenerate more naturally. So far, the tests have only worked on mice and pigs, but if the success continues, then human trials would be next. You might think that apart from differences in the way we look, humans around the world are much the same, but sometimes where we live affects how we eat. For Japanese, living on an island, that would make you depend on eating seafood more. However, a new study has revealed that Japanese people tend to have specific enzymes in their intestine that help them digest seaweed, which Europeans and Americans lack. The theory is that over thousands of years of eating from the sea, Japanese people have incorporated a specific type of bacteria in their stomach which thrives on seaweed. It helps to digest the seaweed better and releases more energy in the process. So this means that if you gave the same seaweed to an American and a Japanese person to eat, the Japanese person would gain more energy from the food and digest it better. Planet Earth had a bit of a lucky escape last week when a newly discovered passing asteroid flew close by. At least it was close in astronomical terms anyway. The asteroid measured around 22 meters across and passed within about 360,000 kilometers of our planet which is just a little less than the distance from here to the moon. So something that measures 22 meters across, missing us by hundreds of thousands of kilometers, doesn't seem like a close call. But it was an asteroid that we didn't know of before, and if it had crashed into our planet, then the effects around the world would have been devastating. However, scientists stress that objects of this size pass by our planet every few weeks, and so it's nothing to worry about which I think makes me feel better. I'm Neil Chase, and that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. Read it back again on the Teen Time website, and I'll see you next week for more. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.